Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too Welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. I nearly forgot to turn the audio down then because I was reading a text message. How <laughs> bad is that? <laughs> Show starts and there's me going, oh, that'll be the intro music. I might need to start. Anyway, good evening and welcome. It is episode 158 and joining me as always is Alan. Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? Oh, I'm bad. How are you? I've been better, but you I'm been... not going to go into details about that because yeah. I've already explained that yeah, to you on Skype. Let's, let's not go any further with that one. Yeah, but... Uh... <laughs> How professional are you reading text messages? I know I was. I got sorry. I got a text. I've replied. It's fine. So okay, bro, license, I know. License payers will be uh, very disappointed. They will. They will be very disappointed. And um, we've got a special guest on again this week. Now you may remember Martin Walker was on a little while ago. He was talking about Disneyland Paris and he went over to the shareholder stuff and uh, he also went to the Ratatouille opening and things like that. Well, he was rubbish. So we didn't get him back on again. So we've got Haley, his wife, instead. Hello, Haley. Hello, how, how are, are you? you? We're not too bad. I think we're, we're representing the north of England quite well. This oh, week. Hang, on, hang on a second, Adam. What, between the the, uh, the YI pets and the Oppot? No, that's <laughs> Lancashire, isn't it? No, actually. Um, <laughs> so how are you? Oh, I thought Adam was going to try and suggest that he was northern. Well, to some people I am, but no, I'm not northern. It's fine. I'm a southern softy, apparently. I think it's the phrase. I'm yeah. a proper northerner. <laughs> the north-south divide should be a bit further north, I reckon. Do you reckon? Yeah. What, like Scotland and England? I reckon there should be the central area. Yeah. Instead of north-south, I think it should be the central area. Okay, fair enough. my view. Anyway, the, <laughs> the reason we've got Hayley on is because Hayley works with uh, a charity called uh, Caldwell Kids. And um, she goes out to Disney World and does some, all sorts of different stuff with them every year. And she's come on to talk about that. And we're going to talk to her a little bit later about all the work she does with that and how you guys can probably get involved as well if you are interested. Uh, we're also doing our news and rumours. Uh, we've got Alan's um, noodles on the Great Disney Brit Cook-Off. And we've got Tomorrow's Child. Now, we should have Disney's Ultimate Attraction, but I'm going to hold my hand up now and uh, make an apology uh, because I forgot to put it on Facebook. It's a lot happened last week. Uh, all sorts, yeah. Um, I've we've had between myself and Alan, we've had the busiest couple of weeks, which meant we all these wonderful things we said we should do, and we never got around to doing them, including putting the last pairings of Ultimate Attraction on Facebook. Yeah. They're now on there. I've put them up, so we'll we'll carry that over for the next uh, couple of weeks. But we have got some feedback to uh, to send back to you with regards to some things people have asked about uh, on the uh, last show. So I thought we'd start off today before we went to the news and stuff. We talk a little bit about um, some of the bits and pieces that we have uh, had in response. Now, Jake, Haley's son, um, on the last Tomorrow's uh, Tomorrow's Child said that he'd really like us to make a Casey's hot dog. And we were like, well, that's, that's easy. We just get bread and a hot dog and we put it in a bun. But Alan did have a, an idea. Do you want to explain kind of what you did? Yeah, all right. Well, Go on. first of all, 
first thing you do when you're trying to find a recipe for a Disney recipe, yeah. you go straight on Google yeah. and you type it in. Yeah. Now there's photographs of Casey's Corner hot dogs, but there's no recipes. And the crazy thing is, essentially it's a hot dog, obviously there's a certain type of hot dog, Yeah. but it, it's the toppings and the combination of the toppings that make it what it is. So after not being able to get very far, I decided to send an email to um, Disney. And this is what I wrote. Now, bear in mind, I don't like to disclose too much stuff when, when you're talking to Disney. Yeah. So what I said was, Hi there, me and a few friends are getting very excited about our upcoming holiday to Walt Disney World. I added a date in there. And we start to try and cook some recipes that remind us of the park. It's sort of true, you know, we're all friends yeah, here. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's just we're not all going on holiday on the 29th of May, the date that I put in there. Um... One of the recipes that seems to be avoiding the radar is the barbecue slaw dog from Casey's Corner. Is there any, any chance you know the recipe for this? I also put, thanks for your time and apologise if I've just wasted it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got a response, did you not? I got a response of trying to work out how long after it was. It was, I don't know, probably about a week later. Yeah. Now, you know, they, they probably get tons of people bombarding them with messages and if if... If I got this sort of message coming to my workshop, yeah, you know, it's hit and miss whether or not you respond or not. But Disney have obviously got their customer relations departments hot on the heels of everything, so they've gone straight and sent me an email back and said, thank you for contacting us at Walt Disney World. They didn't mumble like that, but uh, they said, thank you for your letter requesting the recipe for the barbecue slow dog that you enjoyed so much at Casey's Corner. We have requested that the recipe from the chef in that area Please keep in mind that there are some recipes that cannot be shared with our guests for various reasons. Oh, and and that barbecue slaw is some sort of highly secret recipe, is that right? It could be. You never know. I'm I'm trying to think of which is the recipe that is the secret one. Or or is it because it contains nuts and they don't want you to know about it? Yeah. (laughs) Um, There are times it takes us several months to get the response from the chef. Please Please know we will be back in touch and you'll... Uh, with either the recipe or tell you that we can't give you the recipe. Fair enough. So, fingers crossed in the next couple of months we maybe have a barbecue slaw dog recipe. There we go. So we might have that. So uh, we might actually try that as well if they do send it back. Uh, Okay, so that's one thing that um, we did uh, do. The other thing that we had a response on Facebook. And the response on Facebook was um, from... I forget forgotten their name let me just give me a second i shall check lauren scott that was it lauren scott sent us a message saying um i'd like to uh, ask a question with regards to some music you were playing recently in an episode it says uh, quick one guys what's the music in the background that has the almost gospel like chanting sounds like something that could be from animal kingdom Epcot. i'm on show 145 at the moment it's been playing for a few minutes in the background of your maelstrom shutting down for frozen conversation finishing up at 30 minutes i've heard it a few times in the past i'd really like to get a hold of it so it is and i'm going to play it now it is this track here it's on its way here we go There you go, that's the one. It is actually from uh, Norway. They play it in the Stave Church area. Uh, you go inside that Stave Church where they've got the Frozen exhibition in the minute. And you can hear this music. It's actually originally from an album called uh, Officium, released in 1994 by a man called uh, Jan Garbarek, I believe. Is It'll the be name. Jan. Go on. 
It can't be Jan. It's got to be Jan. Oh, Jan. Yeah, <laughs> Jan. Well, of course it will. Jan Garbarek. Uh, it's called Passe Me Domini. It's a classical uh, piece of music on a classical album. Um, but that you can down- me the pizza. That's it. Like it's just like the pizza. Um, but it's seventy nine p on iTunes. So there you go. It's about six minutes long. You can grab all of it on iTunes. So that's what that is. Right? Is that everything? I've, I've, no, that's everything we were going to talk about this morning, which is afternoon, wherever it is, the evening. Where, where are we? <laughs> you What's don't even going? know where you are. I don't know, know where I am anymore. I've got absolutely no idea. So what we'll do uh, is I think it's time to move on. And I think it's time for some Disney news and rumours, you think? Yeah, I'm just done the script. Let's do Disney news and rumours then. Good morning, sire. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. Okay, so time for some Disney news and rumours then. It is our three by three. So what we got coming up? Number one, Iger spills the beans. Alan? 24 hour cool event. Hayley? Um. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That'll be live, live action Dumbo. Live action Dumbo, yes. Is on uh, its way. Yes. Yeah, it is. There we go. Brilliant. That one. <laughs> Well, we're going to start with me, which is uh, to do with Bob Iger. Bob Iger was caught out this week brilliantly. I love this, the fact that Bob Iger was caught out. Uh, Because uh, during a question and answer session this week uh, to Disney shareholders at a shareholders meeting, um, he revealed a tidbit that basically he wasn't supposed to reveal. And believe it or not, it was actually a six-year-old that managed to catch Bob Iger out. Uh, One of the shareholders asked him if the name of Disney's Hollywood Studios was likely to change. And Bob Iger made a massive hash of this. So I think the only way for you to understand what he did is to play the response. So this is Bob Iger's response to a six-year-old child getting him to admit to the change to Hollywood Studios. Here we go. My name is Gideon. I am six years old. I am a Disney shareholder. And is the name of Disney's Hollywood Studios can be renamed. I didn't understand the second part. Is the what? Gideon? The name of Disney's Hollywood Studios can be changed. The name of Disney Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Being changed. No, no, it is being changed. (laughs) Oh, I, not announced. (laughs) It used to be MGM Studios. We changed it to Hollywood Studios. And we're doing some significant work there right now that I guess will result in a name change. <laughs> but, uh, should we, now we can Thank announce you. that. <laughs> Not been announced, right? No. <laughs> we'll announce that we're changing the name, but we won't announce what we're changing it to. How's that? And we're not, now we're not changing it to Rogue One. Thank you, Gideon. There you go. So, uh, the announcement that there will be an announcement about the change of name to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, it was brilliant. brilliant. It wasn't it great? It completely caught out. And, and the fact that he initially tried to cover the tracks by saying, yeah, we did change the name. Um, and then 
we yeah we're gonna change it again uh it was just brilliant the fact that he really had no response to that question yeah. whatsoever so you Wait, put can i on... just say yeah, that the six-year-old boy yeah has got shares yeah well well has he has he really? Or do yeah. That's what he got, said. Yeah, but has dad got shares? I reckon dad's got shares. Do, I reckon he's been bought shares as a birthday gift. Do you reckon? As, it, as in, I'm, I think I've seen this before. You can get like a framed share, one oh, share. One. Yeah, I've got one. Have you got a, one, one <laughs> Disney got one. share? I've got one Disney share. I own like half a piece of gravel in the parking <laughs> lot of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, te- technically, you don't own a bit more than that, Adam. Uh, do I? You are a DVC holder. I am a DVC member, that's true. <laughs> you haven't mentioned Can that I for point, a few I'd weeks. just like to point this out, that every time it gets mentioned, it's not me that mentions it. Just, just <laughs> like to point that out. Um, so, uh, what do we think then? Um, right, well, I've, I've picked up another bit from that. Go on. And it was what I thought that the name should be, yeah. and then I found out on the internet that some... It's either an unofficial announcement, yeah, or another rumor, right, of Disney's Hollywood adventure. Yeah, now this is an interesting one because I think a couple of people have already mentioned this. It's probably a good time to to bring this up. We put on Facebook when we heard this. If it was going to be renamed or rebranded, what do you think you would call it? So uh, we got some interesting ones. Craig Duncan believes it should be called uh, Disney Starbucks. James Hunter thinks it should be called the Mix and Match Completely Unthemed Kingdom. Um, Bob Bodyface thinks it should be called Dave. Um, I think it should be called Forty Two. I didn't get that one. Well, just that's the meaning of life, isn't it? Um, someone said the real half day park. Uh, someone, I like this one. The park that had the most promise ever park that Disney lost the thread of and bought Star Wars franchise to fit into the park because it forgot what it was doing with that park. Park. Uh, that's a good one. Um, the same guys uh, like uh, that Nick one. Branch has put Disney's Diz After Dark Resort and Casino, um, with no doubt the Moose's Head Bar. Uh, someone's put Frozenville. Uh, I think they'll drop the studio's name and go for Adventure or something like that. And uh, someone else said just Disney's Hollywood. That could mm. work. Mm, drop the studios. Just drop the studios. But the problem, the problem is, it's a complete like wrong name now because it has not been a working studio for how many years? Forever. It's been a long time since we've been in the studio. It's, so. it's, it's, it's at least about 14 years, isn't it? Yeah. It's something like that, isn't it? So, um, what do you think, Alan? What would you call it? Um, well, I, I sort of like the concept of Disney's Hollywood Adventure because you, you're sort of getting to experience the, the, the films now rather than the, the making of the films. Yeah. So I can sort of see how that would work and also... It sort of mirrors what they're doing over California. Yeah, with the California Adventure. What about you, Haley? What would you call it? Um, I I think I agree with Alan because um, it's more your shows and things there, isn't it? Yeah. As opposed to the rides. Yeah. So with it taking you back through the films, I think I'm with Alan. Yeah, I think I like Hollywood Adventure. The only obviously it's America, I know, but it just not everything's made in Hollywood these days and in fact more and more stuff is being made outside of Hollywood so whether yeah. Hollywood Adventure I suppose is the idealistic name for it but not necessarily a very accurate name but yeah I think you're probably going Hollywood Adventure or something along those lines but the other thing that you could look at is the California Adventure is called the California Adventure because it's in California yeah so what about Disney's Florida Adventure but it doesn't it's not movie related is it 
Because oh. California Adventure wasn't built in order to represent the movies. It was, was it built to represent California? Yeah, originally there's this idea that it was, right, okay. was a California idea. Um, oh, well, at least, at least we're getting it pinpointed down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're not going to get the... We might get the... It might be called the Disney Franchise Park. Um, so it would just be filled with anything that Disney's bought that's a franchise. Maybe. Rather than anything else. I don't know, maybe. maybe you not. know things that, like called Disney Stroke Pixar? The, the Disney Pixar Park, but then you can't have your Star Wars D- stuff in there, could you? You could have Disney Pixar. What's the other one? Marvel, Lucas. Marvel. You could just list them all. Yeah, that's true. The Disney Lucasfilm Marvel Pixar Park. Or to encompass everything, you could say that it was like Universal. The, the Disney Universal Park. The Disney <laughs> Universal Orlando Park. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty certain that. They wouldn't get away with that. <laughs> no. Anyway, that's that's the news there. That the uh, announcement that they will be announcing the name of the change to Hollywood Studios at some point in the future. Alan, what's going on with Frozen? Right, I've just realised that my bit of news has got ridiculously small letters on it. Two yeah, it has. It's got very very tiny writing on it. But um, there's a lot of stuff going on this summer. Um, it's there, there's far too much stuff going on this summer, and Disney World is going to be kicking off with the coolest summer ever which is their, their sort of deal for this summer, um, with a 24-hour special event, which is going to be on the 22nd of May till the 23rd um, at the Magic Kingdom, hosted by Olaf from, if you haven't heard of it, Frozen. <laughs> oh, Frozen. Um, the Magic Kingdom's going to be open for 24 hours for guests... Oh, can you... 6am till 6am? Yeah. That's going to be... And it's not really 6am till 6am, really, for some of them staff members, is it? Because the park's going to be open the next day as well. Oh, I feel sorry for these staff. Anyway, cast members. Um, Friday the 22nd of May to Saturday the 23rd of May. Guests are invited to come in costume to show their Disney side. Whilst a selection of favourite attractions, entertainment, special events, merchandise, food, beverages are going to be on on tap all night long. I don't think that suggests it's going to be free of charge though. Um, And it's going to be the start of what they're calling their coolest summer ever. Which I think is to try and put a bit more Frozen in there. So is this the, to basically extend out the Frozen summer fun that happened at Hollywood Studios Park, wherever it is, um, last summer? Well, basically yes. Because one of the first events that's going to be in the, the coolest summer ever is um, Frozen Summer Fun Live. Which is going to bring Anna, Elsa, Kristoff and all them to Disney's Hollywood Studios June the 17th through the September 7th. What? Never. They've never done this before. Well, they've uh, put a lot of work into it and they think they want to just roll it out again. Oh, okay. So, well, this is basically the same thing as happened last time. Um, well, I don't know. There's, there's going to be a, a sing-along show. A royal processional. Not done that. Um, Frozen-themed treats and merchandise. No, they've not done that. Um, frozen firework display. Oh, so it's brand new then, yeah? Totally new, never done before. <laughs> Interesting, there's no, um, no, oh, what's the name of that man? Ice what skating? What is his name? What is his name? Him, him. Woohoo! Big summer blowout! Um, um. <laughs> Oaken, I'm there. Wandering Oaken's outpost isn't going to be there by the looks of Yeah. Well, I'll maybe they just haven't rolled that out yet. Such. Well, the fact they took it away would make me think that they're not going to bring it back, surely. Oh, hang on. Something says to me, is that anything to do with um, oh, some of the... the I'm wiggling my fingers here as though it's going to help me. 
Well, there's a lot of work going on in that area, isn't there? There's talk of Midway getting, Mania. Yeah, I bet there's talk of the third track for Midway Mania going in. So I wonder whether that's that's the reason because they haven't got the space there now. Yeah. If that is going to. Or maybe something else is going to be happening because there's maybe. there's loads of stuff that's going to be happening that we've not been told about yet. Is that because there's a significant a lot of work going on that may need uh, there to be a name change for Disney's Hollywood Studios? Possibly. Hmm, I wonder whether Disney Island has. <laughs> Which actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna break off into into this story about um, the Indiana Jones anniversary show that they did the other week. Yeah. They were talking to oh, my brain's just totally cut to mush. This is not a good thing. No. Oh, I'm, I'm, my wiggly fingers isn't helping me either. No, here. wiggly fingers aren't helping um, at all. Do you know? There was are, a, are you a man to talking to another man yeah. about a thing. And basically, he said that he wasn't... I'll tell you what, should we, should we give you a bit of time to think about it? Go on, then. Has <laughs> that helped? Nah, it's just put us off even more. Has <laughs> um, that helped? No, not oh, yet. Okay. Oh, <laughs> this, this is... Anyway, let's <laughs> go back to where it. we were then. So Frozen Fun's come in. Tony Baxter. Oh, Tony Baxter, yeah. Tony Baxter was talking about it, saying that he's not really into Indiana Jones. He's more of a Star Wars person. Right. No, oh. he's not. He's the other way around. He's more, he's more into Indiana Jones, Jones than he was into Star Wars. Yeah. And he was saying that they were talking about the Indiana Jones ride and yeah. how a lot of people weren't very excited about it. Yeah. He did, however, say that there's going to be an announcement that is going to satisfy the people who are into the other side. Oh, well, we know this. We know they've just announced that they're making a, a load of spin-off Star Wars movies. Rogue One, I think, is going to be the first one, as you know, Bob Iger said in that audio clip. So it wouldn't surprise me if there's going to be a big Star Wars expansion. I think it was, it was more to do with the, the theme park expansion than it was to do with the, the films. Yeah, oh but, yeah, yeah. But they still haven't really said this that the Star Wars has come into the raids yet. No, they haven't. But it's fairly obvious that's going to happen. You know, Universal Orlando have got Harry Potter. Of course, they're going to take one of the, the next biggest franchise in the world and expand it. Yeah. Are you a, a Star Wars fan, Haley? Um. Well, not really, but <laughs> I have to watch it because of Martin and Jake. So. Oh, that's all right. So you know enough about it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A bit I like know me. the characters are. So you're a bit like me with Avatar. Yeah. Like, Avatar's you know. another one. Oh, see, there we go. Why are they building Avatar? No one likes it. Come on. No. Let's just not do this. So I've never uh, seen them um, <laughs> Star Wars. So. You've never well, seen Star Wars. There's no one who's talking about it. So, what, what else is going on then with regards to this? Is that the the coolest summer ever? Is that basically it? They're just bringing back the frozen summer fun stuff. Again? No, no, no. There's loads of the specific coolest summer ever things. Go on. What else? Uh, there's loads of cool thrill rides. Oh, okay. What? Go on then. Tell me. Guests will be able to find thrills from mild to wild to out of this world in the four Disney theme parks. Don't miss the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, right. um, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, um, Test Track, Tower of Terror, Rock right. Roller Coaster. So lots of new attractions then, yeah? No, oh, specifically cool, cool thrill rides. Right. Why, why, why is that in the announcement? That's not even, that's not even special for the summer. But so, of course they do have... <laughs> You ready for this next? The coolest yeah, right. thing for the summer. Yeah. Star Wars weekends. Yeah, that's that's new. Yeah. May fifteenth to June fourteenth. While I'm going to be there, I'm going to try and avoid it like a plague. So, so the coolest summer ever thing and the frozen summer fun live start stuff starts on June seventeenth. Yeah. And this 
finishes on June 14th. Yeah, I know what I'm just trying to cross-reference my dates here. You're trying to trip me up here. So mm -hmm. you've got the coolest summer ever. Oh, I don't know where it is now. But yeah, <laughs> I'll no, agree with you, whatever you just said. Yeah, so no, you, so um, the Star Wars Weekend's finishes on June 14th. And Frozen yeah, so, Summer okay, Fun starts I think on June 17th. Yeah. Okay. So, there you are, Star Wars Weekends. Wouldn't it have been cool if they started the Star Wars Weekends on May the 4th? I think they should have done, because okay. to me, that's the only Star Wars reference I get. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know whether I... Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, the, there's also um, there's new restaurants and shopping yeah. throughout the summer. Yeah. Like um, bits of Disney Springs might be open or not. As it transformation into Disney Springs continues, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's Epcot Entertainment. Oh, this is the best. This is the best. Bit. Forget all the rest of the cool stuff for the summer. This is it. You ready? Yeah. New Entertainment Acts will appear throughout Epcot World Showcase, which will bring a fresh summary twist on the fan favorite, Voices of Liberty. Who? Okay. I love Voices of Liberty. Voices of Liberty. Are a fantastic singing group. They are amazing. Um, the American Adventure that they based there. Yes, they are in the in the foyer of the American Adventure. Amazing. They are absolutely fantastic. So basically, they're going to learn some new songs. Okay. Well, they did let it go last year, didn't they? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, a splash at water parks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to skim through this to see if it's worth reading. So basically, purchase a one-day water park ticket and hop into the other water park. Yeah, but... Do you know what I think to this? It's a lot of wording for nothing. That's what I think to this. That's it. Right, this, honestly, this is... Oh, okay, I just... I can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to increase the amount of people that come in during the the summer and come and see these cool, exciting new events that are happening. But I'll be honest, not impressed. Not impressed in the slightest. So they're, see, they're basically... It's not going to make you doing. buy your tickets and a flight over to Florida to just go to this. No. It's another... I, I suppose it's another attempt, isn't it, at... You know, we we aren't ready to announce anything or ready to bring anything in because we're building stuff. So we're going to rehash. Which is a shame. I don't like yeah. being negative about Disney, but sometimes we have to be, which is that one. Okay, let's move that one. Leave that one behind and move on. Hayley, what's going on with Dumbo? Okay, so um, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Disney have signed up Tim Burton to do the direct live, direct the live action version of Dumbo. So a live action version of Dumbo, okay. Yeah. So we're getting a mixture of CG and live action. Yeah. And they're going to create um, Dumbo. Do you know? I'm not. Bring the story to life. I'm not so sure about this, you know. No, I'm not. I, I don't get, think we should do it. Alice in Wonderland, I get. I can see Cinderella. I get all of those. But I don't know whether is Dumbo really going to work as a live action movie. No. How's he going to get an elephant with big ears? Well, he'll be the CGI, won't he? <laughs> I, d I don't know. I I've seen elephants with big ears. Yeah, have you ever seen an elephant be pushed off the top of a, uh, a high wire in a circus? <laughs> no. 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 But can you remember? I'm sure there was a film a few, well, a few years ago. I'm talking probably 1990 sort of time. And it caused a lot of controversy. And it was called Operation Dumbo Drop. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. No. And. I think, or it might have been a scene that was in this film. I'm, I'm going to have to look it up because it's, it's sort of, I've been thinking about it for months, actually. And there's a scene where they push an elephant out of the back of a big aeroplane. 
Yeah. And I think it's got some sort of parachutes on it. And that wasn't CGI. It wasn't live elephant either. Um, but I've got a, a feeling elephant. that a perform an elephant story can only cause controversy. Yeah. In today's day and age. Um, and also, Tim Burton, you know, th this elephant's going to have some freakily big eyes. <laughs> and probably small ears. Yeah. It's going to be all out of proportion. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, well, I, I just... well, I find it weird on two levels. Number one, it's, it's a classic Disney cartoon that doesn't have any human characters really in it at all. Um, and... It's going to be directed by Tim Burton, who is very mm. fantasy, dark, gothic kind of in his style. And if I was to look at Dumbo, gothic and dark is isn't what I would see Dumbo as being. Apart from an elephant getting shoved into a, a cage because he's mad or well, she's mad. Gothic and dark about that, is there? It's just just been a naughty elephant. Just, yeah, you've been, yeah, <laughs> naughty elephant getting a cage. I don't know. It, and it's open to interpretation, you know. I suppose some people will be quite excited about the fact that they've got Tim Burton on board to do it. I just don't know. I just don't see how it's going to work. I don't. One, know. one of the things that the house said because there's not a lot of information about it, but it says that it's it's going to be a unique story that parallels the Dumbo Dumbo's journey. So it's not necessarily going to be exactly the same. a direct scene for scene copy. Hmm. It it may talk about a I don't know an elephant that is getting picked on by other elephants. That may or may not be in the circus. So you're basically going for a bullying storyline. Yeah. Dumbo with big ears gets bullied at school. At circus <laughs> yeah. school for having big ears. And it may not be an elephant. <laughs> you, you don't know these things, do you? We're just rewriting the story. Do you know what? I'm moving on. I'm going to hold judgment until I've seen it. It can't be any worse than Avatar. Anyway, let's talk about what's going on with refurbishments then. Uh, so if you're going over to the parks, you want to go to the Harmony Barbershop in the Magic Kingdom. It's closed until the 30th of March. Maelstrom is closed until 2016. It's gone. Um, if you want to go to Flame Tree Barbecue, that uh, reopens on April 22nd. Uh, Creature Comforts is closed until June 14th. Over at Disney Hollywood Studios, the Sorcerer's Hat has gone. Hurrah! At last. Monorail Express Beam is uh, going to be running um, from um, the 10th of March all the way into the summer. It's going to be closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 11.30am until 6pm, but the resort monorail will continue to run during these times. Guests will need to use the ferry boats to Magic Kingdom. And the road works at Buena Vista Drive will continue into spring 2016 to widen the road to 10 lanes, which will include a dedicated bus lane and pedestrian bridges. Now, I understand we've got competition for the best worst French accent. Uh, with the Disney Dreams podcast. So, Alan, it's time for you to do your best, worst, best impression of a French person with our Disneyland Paris refurbs. I'm, um, I'm impressed <laughs> that someone else is wanting the title. Yeah, apparently. Um, right, okay. Well, as I crack my knuckles, <laughs> we, we, we go. have got... <clears throat> in Disneyland Paris, yeah. we have got refurbs and closures for March. Is it Mars? Mars? Is Mars. that what you do? Mars, yeah. Mars. Disneyland Park, we have got Dumbo, Le Flying Elephant, with Le Grand Eau. Uh, going to be closed for me all month. <laughs> I don't know what month it would be. Mons. Oh, I'll, I'll, you know what? I should get one of those tapes. Moi. It sounds like I've done one of these tapes. 
Le Monsieur Le Nautilus is going to be Femme all month. Space Mountain, that's just Space Mountain. Mission 2, all month. Captain E. Oh! And what date are we up to now? Uh, Captain EO, what date are we on now? This is the, it's the right, 15th okay. of March recording. It's Mother's Day. Happy oh, happy uh, Mother's Day to all the mothers, including Hayley, by the way, Thank uh, you. for today. Um, I'm going to just do these bits in English. Yeah, do it. 16th to the 18th, because of the other stuff is clearly French. Uh, 23rd to the 25th, and 30th to the 31st, it is closed. We've got Phantom Manor, 9th to the 31st. That's quite a big closure, that, for the Phantom Manor. It is. Yeah. And um, Walt Disney Park Studio, we have got Animagique, 9th to the 20th. We have got yeah. Stitch Live, that's back open now. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that one. <laughs> we have got <laughs> Armageddon, Le Special Effects. We've got that's closed from the 18th to the 20th, and the 25th to the 27th. And Cinemagique, 23rd to the 31st. There we go. Bon right. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's all of our reverbs and closures for Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris. That's the end of the news. We shall return in a moment where we're going to be talking a little bit about Disney Brit Cook-Off. We shall be back in a second. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumours? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com Your number one source for the magical world of Disney. Hey, I have the best-kept Disney World and Universal Studios vacation secret. Did you know that anyone can rent a sweet ride and truly get around fast with your pass inside the theme parks? Mom, tell them. Well, Scooter Vacations makes it fun all day long. You or someone you love deserves a best way to see everything. So why not relax and enjoy a true express ride with your pass? Scooter Vacations can arrange it and even deliver it to you. Get around the fun way, have as much fun getting from ride to ride as being on the ride. They fit on buses, boats, and monorails, and some can fit in a car trunk. Upgrade your experience and scoot everywhere. Contact Scooter Vacations at 1-855-WDW-SCOOT. That's 1-855-WDW-SCOOT. Or on the web at scootorlando.com. That's S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com. S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com the safety of Americans as a result of the president's decision to release five top Taliban commanders in exchange for one American soldier who may face desertion charges. break of the deadly Ebola virus in Guinea has already killed dozens and that toll could rise. It demonstrates the potential to strike across the African continent.
mass destruction, nuclear, biological and chemical have plagued the human race since their invention and they still pose a threat today. Terror attacks and accidents have spread panic in several countries over recent decades. But there are signs that increased vigilance and cooperation can help create a safer world. Right, it's time to talk about food, and it's the Disney Brit cook-off. Alan, pineapple teriyaki glaze with yakisoba noodles. This is your choice. What is this all about? Sorts, right? Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the choice reasons for this. Yeah, go on. The kids chose hot dogs or noodles. Yeah. Or was the other one Mickey ice cream bars, which obviously we were never gonna make. Um, and. I tried to get the recipe for the hot dogs, and I failed. Yeah. We, we, so the we, best recipes I could get was for some noodles. Okay. One of them contained a lot of peanuts. Yeah. And I felt that that was going to potentially stop a lot of people using it because some people are allergic to nuts. So I thought, we'll go yaki soba noodles. Yeah. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't yaki it? Yaki soba Yaki soba noodles. noodles. <laughs> and believe me, it sounds like it tasted like that as well. It was just... I'll go through the recipe and we'll, I'll put put me highlighted points in this when we get through the, the ingredients. Yeah. We've got um, 400 grams of brown sugar, mm-hmm. 415 millilitres of soy sauce. Yeah. We've got 180 millilitres of rice wine yeah. vinegar. Um, we've got, was it, one and a quarter t- tablespoons of fresh garlic, one and a quarter tablespoons of ginger. Mm-hmm. And we've got some pineapple juice and we've got some cornstarch right now i did put on the website warning this sounded like a lot of sauce it does sound like a huge amount of sauce if we're honest yeah and believe me when i actually picked up the pack of brown sugar that was 500 grams yeah and i tipped it into the pan i realized how much it was going to be ah right so um, are we talking... I thought, i'll continue with it just because you never know are we talking about disney portion sizes here like well, we're talking about it's made for quite a few people like the cheesecake was well my, my gut instinct is that this recipe for the sauce is probably what the chef does at the restaurant for two or three nights worth of usage <laughs> right okay right. um 415 milliliters of soy sauce yeah i could only get a 350 milliliter bottle <laughs> okay right so and I think the the rice wine vinegar, which I'd already started using, was maybe about I don't know 150 milliliters. So it already had some of that, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to make the most of this," you know. <laughs> right. Clear out the cupboard, get rid of some of the rubbish in there. Yeah. And I'll be honest, it was quite a strong flavored sauce. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm talking about the sauce is the other ingredients are a bit of shredded cabbage and some noodles. Noodles haven't got a lot of flavor. Yeah. And the cabbage tastes like cabbage. So it was, it was all about the sauce. But then I realised that 
this is going to be a rubbish tea, just cabbage and noodle tea mm-hmm. with a bit of sauce. So what I decided to do was ask ask my wife and kids what they wanted in terms of meat to go with it, because I think you've got to have some sort of accompaniment to it. Yeah. To which point Imogen said, I don't want meat, I don't like meat, I just want to eat plain noodles. Right. And when we, when we play her audio of um, tasting it, I'll explain a bit further. Did, did you send me the audio? Of oh, I don't have it, do I? Right, okay, well, that is because she's also added that she is refusing to take part in tasting Disney food because it is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and Abigail has said the same, but that's because she copies her sister. Oh, okay, fair enough. So I've got two kids that will now only eat from this recipe the plain noodles without any sauce. Right. So we we're not really going to get much of a response from them then. No. Um. So what I did was I decided to cook duck breast with it. Yeah. Which, oh, um, look at you, posh. I, I thought this sounded quite sort of. I don't know, oriental duck. I thought that sounded quite good. And also yep. it was a teriyaki sauce, so yep. it went quite well with okay. it. And um, I went on YouTube and I saw some recipes for cooking a bit of duck. Mm-hmm. And if you cook it skin side down with a bit of salt on for yep. about 20 minutes yep. on a slow heat, the cr- skin crispens up and all the fat comes out of it. Then you put your frying pan in the oven. Well, the bit which you've got to remember about putting a frying pan in the oven is that the handle gets mad hot. Now, that's right. fine when you take it out of the oven straight away because, obviously, you're not crazy and you would use an oven glove or something like that. Yeah. And then you put it back on the hob to do whatever you're doing. Mm. But it's then when you try and move that frying pan that you forget that it's mad hot. <laughs> that's the noise that I made as I grabbed the pan. <laughs> ah! <laughs> anyway, the sauce was nice, if not very strong in flavour. Yeah. But I think that could have been down to the... Um, I use dark soy sauce rather than light soy sauce. Right. Um, and also, if I was going to redo the recipe, I would probably, I don't know, do about an eighth of that amount of recipe right, okay. for the sauce. It it just was absolutely ridiculous. Actually, divide, divide it by four because <clears throat> it'll be easy to divide up um, the quantities there. So, not a massive success, is that what we're saying? I, th- I think... In, in terms of my household, the, the most successful recipe we've done so far has been the carrot cake cookies. Okay, yeah. And uh, this I'd, one... See, I would say cheesecake for us is probably everything. the most successful. Yours was the cheesecake. Yeah, I think definitely the cheesecake for us has been extremely successful. Have um, Hayley, have you and Martin tried any of the recipes? No. <laughs> no, no, no. He, want, he, want, he wanted fine. me to try the cheesecake. Oh, but... cheesecake was amazing. You should have done the cheesecake. So, um, I sadly didn't get a chance to try this one. Um, I just basically ran out of time, didn't have enough time to do it. But um, we have got another one, which we're going to try. And this one's over at uh, one of my favourite restaurants in Disney World. Uh, Whispering Canyon Cafe, inside the Wilderness Lodge. And this is a serving for four. So we think, this time, we might be alright. It is Katie Coyote's chicken grilled chicken pasta. Okay, comes with a boursin cream sauce, uh, roasted peppers, uh, blackened chicken French? breasts, yeah, uh, mixed vegetables, and the pasta itself. Uh, it looks a really interesting mix. So um, this could be really, really nice. Uh, so just go through the ingredients with you. The boursin cream sauce itself has got white wine, heavy cream, shallots, cheese, uh, thyme, garlic, some pepper. Then you've got your 
uh, peppers, which you can put in there if you decide you want to or not. So the blackened chicken um, is also in there. And then you've got vegetables such as carrots, red onion, squash, zucchini, because obviously a mocha recipe. Broccoli, more red peppers in there. And then you've got penne pasta to go with that. Um, sounds like quite a nice meal, that. It does. So that'll I'll, be up on the website. I'll, I'll let a little sneak peek into that. Go on. You made it I have done this one before. I cheat. And <laughs> I will be doing it again because it is absolutely lovely. Right, there we go. Um, and also, one of the things that you have to do in it is you've got to... It, the recipe calls for blackening powder. I will put a recipe up for blackening powder. Yeah. Which sounds horrible, but... You know, if once you, once you make it, yeah, it, it works and it, it, it is okay. perfect. Sounds good. So that's the next recipe. That'll be in two weeks' time, and we'll be talking about that one on the show. Right, we're going to take a quick break. We shall return in a second. We're going to talk to Hayley a little bit about her experiences with uh, Caldwell Children and something called Destination Dreams. We shall be back in two seconds. For the past ten years... Orlando attraction tickets have been providing the UK with cheap Disney tickets for Walt Disney World and the surrounding Orlando attractions. With a low deposit scheme of just £10 per person, you can book your tickets in advance knowing you're in good hands. Orlando attraction tickets are the only ticket company to allow you to pay your balance off in instalments online and with no credit or debit card fees, free UK sign for delivery and you are fed FastPass Plus enabled tickets now shipping. There is no other choice for your Orlando ticketing needs than Orlando attraction tickets. Visit www.orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 226 8523. That's orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 226 8523. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, this is your friend here in Pal, Mickey Mouse. And I just want you to know that I listen to and love the Disney Brit Podcast. Make sure you all listen to, okay? See you all real soon. Anyway, hope you're all sorted now. Oh, hey, yeah, that's the end of the message. Bye bye. We haven't played that one in a while. I thought we'd play that one again because we haven't played it for a while. So let's talk to Hayley a little bit about... Uh, well, Hayley, do you want to explain a little bit about what uh, we're going to talk about this evening to do with Cordwell Children and the Destination Dreams? Yep. Um, okay, so Cordwell Children is the charity that I volunteer for. Yeah. Um, they run an annual trip which they call Destination Dreams. Yep. And it... Basically, it takes 25 families with terminally ill children to Florida in December mm-hmm. um, for a holiday of a lifetime, and they visit all uh, four of the Disney parks um, okay. and, and Universal. Universal as well, yeah. Yeah, and SeaWorld. Okay, so 10 days, Disney parks. Universal SeaWorld. So, um, this is a national charity, I believe. Yes. Right. Okay. So you've and, and you've been and done this trip. How many times have you done this trip now? Three years. I've been involved with this trip now. Okay. And you're going back again this year. 
hopefully I've um, applied right. for my fourth year. Um, I just have to wait and see if I've been selected. So, Fingers crossed. Uh, so basically, you there's an application process that you go through, and um, you go to Disney World, and you uh, you're not there to to care to provide any medical support, though, are you? This is no. for support for the families that are going out there. Yeah, it's simply just to um, guide them around the parks, um, push wheelchairs or prams. So that, like, mum and dad can hold the child's hand or mum and dad can hold hands. Yeah. Um, you're just literally there to support them. Okay. And entertain the children as well. Yeah. You have to act daft a lot of the times, which I'm good at. <laughs> so you, you go to the parks with the family, you, you tour the parks with the family... Yep. So do you want to, obviously this is unlike going on a normal Disney holiday, you know, you'll go with your family, you'll go and choose to do what you want to do when, when you want to do it. Can you give us kind of a, a, a rough outline of a typical day at a park when you go with uh, with Coldwell Children? Yep, uh, let's see, let's do Magic Kingdom, I like okay. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the family stay at a place called Give Kids the World yeah. in Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. Um, the volunteers stay at uh, Buena Vista Suites. We we get to the park before the families. Yeah. Um, we get inside. Get, get oh. Times for shows and all different things. Yeah. Then the families turn up about half an hour later. Mm-hmm. Um, we're allocated to a family. You will then meet the family. Um, some families can't do big thrill rides. Mm-hmm obviously because of the child and the condition. Yeah. Um, but then you get some families where the siblings, older siblings, want to do the big rides. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll go around the parks with them, um, ask them what they're interested in. Yeah. So you could have a little girl who really wants to see all the princesses, or as last year there was a... I think he was 12, and he met all the princesses. <laughs> Um, and then we, well, you're basically with them all day. Yeah. Um, Magic Kingdom, we do the firework display and the electric parade has been so there the last two oh, years. Oh, so you do the, the, whole, the whole day then? It's not a shortened day or anything like that? They, they do a, a pretty much full day? Um, yeah, well, Magic Kingdom, because it's a late, Late at finish, yeah. we start later, so I think we meet at 12 o'clock. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, so, does that, so would you have the opportunity maybe to go to the park in the morning by yourself, or do we you... We can, we, yeah, we do, um, they do allow us, if we want to go to the park first thing, mm-hmm. we have to make our own way there, because yeah, they obviously yeah. organise transport for us. Yeah. Um, if we do want to go to the park on our own, we go to the park in the morning, mm-hmm. do our own thing, and then we just have to meet at the entrance. Yeah. At a particular time. Okay. So there might be some people who are listening to this at the moment who are thinking that sounds really, sounds really good. You know, the opportunity for you to use your own Disney experience and your Disney knowledge in order to go and support families who, for them, is is really a very important trip, a once in a lifetime trip. Um, yeah. You know, when in December is is this normally? It's always the first week in December. Okay. Um, what happens is they meet at. Um, the Hilton at Gatwick Airport on yeah. the Sunday. Yeah. Um, 
help the families in with the luggage, take them to the rooms, yeah. and then normally about five o'clock we meet in one of the suites, and they have um, Barney and Scooby Doo come along. Right. Um, meet the kids. Sometimes scare the kids because some of the kids have never seen yeah, characters. Um, when you've got a big purple dinosaur chasing after you, it can be quite um, intimidating. I can imagine. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the families meet whichever volunteers are allocated to them because we help them through the airport and yeah. checking on them on the flight. Okay. We do also have um, a team of qualified medics on the trip, volunteers. Mm-hmm. So that's um, they consist of paediatric doctors... Nurses. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a big uh, team then that go, that go yeah. out with them. So we're looking at the first first week in December. So I was just looking at the calendar here now. So that's looking at somewhere like Sunday the 29th of November, uh, all the way through. Would that be about right? Yep, it's till. Um, so it'll be about the, the the 8th of December, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, obviously, so, all the Christmas yeah. decorations are up. You get back on the 8th of December. Right, yeah. okay, there we go. So, all the Christmas decorations and everything are up. And yep. um, it's, a, it's a very different experience for a lot of people. Now, obviously, this comes at a cost uh, in the sense that, you know, obviously, you can volunteer, etc. But they, they ask for something in return for you going out there. What What is the that they ask for? It's a sponsorship, I believe, isn't it? Yes. Um, as a volunteer, um, if you get selected, mm-hmm. obviously you sign a contract and you have to um, raise a minimum of £1,200. Yeah. Um, you can do that however you want. Um, it's just basically the fundraising, obviously, is helping spread the word of the charity and the trip. Yeah. yeah. So this year I've done, so far, I've done a couple of bagpacking sessions. Yeah. And I am also doing a fire walk on the 3rd of April. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> when, when you say fire walk, is this as in walking over hot coals? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they, do, they set the flames up. I went to um, help out at one in November and there's like big flames coming up. Have you got okay. to wear sort of, I was, was going to say Kevlar trousers, but that's obviously getting stabbed. That's um, <laughs> that's You can have to terrifying. wrap your legs in tinfoil. No, you've got to do it in bare feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. You want to make sure you haven't got a polyester jumpsuit on. And you have to walk on. across the fire. <laughs> feet. That, that's, yeah, that, that sounds terrifying, if I'm honest. So you're going to be doing that in April, and that's towards it. So you, you, if you get chosen, then uh, you then begin to raise money. So it's £1,200, and then you yeah. give that to the charity, obviously, for the work that they do, and then you go out to Disney World for 10 days and, and take part in that. Yep. It sounds it sounds amazing. It, you know, I think for any Disney fan, you know, for me, I would love to go and do this. Sadly, because of my job, it's it's never going to yeah. happen. You know, I'll never get the opportunity. But I would love the opportunity to take a, to go out with a family. You know, for a once in a lifetime trip. And I think there's quite a few people who probably listen to this who are saying, you know, you've got so much experience with Disney. You know, the best ways to tour the parks and the best ways for them to experience it. And yep. I think you know for for a charity to have a group of people going who are Disney fans who know the parks well who are really experienced in it would be really great so if you are interested in going you can go to cordwellchildren.com it's c-a-u-d-w-e-l-l children.com and if you want to know more about particularly destination dreams it's uh, cordwellchildren.com forward slash destination dash dreams dash dream dash makers 
and you can go and find out yeah. more about uh, how to be one of the dream makers and how you can be part of the, the team that goes out there. Um, it sounds fantastic. It really does sound fantastic. It, and, and, it and is a life-changing experience. Yeah. I mean, I've done it for three years and no one trip is the same as the last one. No, and the fact that you, you keep going back as well is testament to the sort of experience you have uh, when you yeah. go. Um, but it does sound amazing, you know, and a, a real great opportunity to sort of go and, and give something back, which is fantastic. Yeah, it is. So. If, if anybody can do it, I would definitely recommend it because it's just a brilliant thing to do. And, yeah, seeing the families and everything mm. else, it's just brilliant. Mm. And obviously, if you've got the Disney knowledge, it helps even yeah, more helps so right. because the families get a smoother run around the park. Yeah, definitely. For those people who uh, are thinking like this isn't for me, I can't do it. I can't. I can't give that sort of time. Uh, but they want to support in some way. How can they donate to your firework, firewalk, and all that sort of thing? Is there anything you've got online that they can, they can do? I do have something online. Um, I have a Givey page. Yeah. Givey. Um, oh crikey! Now you've caught me now off I've guard. Now I've caught you off guard, haven't I? <laughs> um, the usual. So uh, Givey's uh, the online sort of giving uh, app, isn't it? Or giving website. Yes, right? unlike um, just giving, Givey donates all of the money. So all the donation, 100% of the donation goes towards the charity. Right, okay. So, um, so you're able to go on there and that will, uh, you, there we are too find your your page and uh and support the work that you're doing with regards to that so that'd be good yeah and um, what i'll do uh, i think um give you a few minutes to find out what that is i think i found you actually i think hayley walker is that you yes it is here we go i have found <laughs> your page um, you found it before me <laughs> I think I have. Is it? oh no maybe that's not you well i think it's you i'll give you a couple of seconds to find it anyway <laughs> it certainly looks like they've all got their destination dream shirts on anyway purple uh, purple ones yeah but i'll give you a, a minute just to look for those oh. and while you're doing that we'll come I back have, to you in a i've got bit. it you've yeah. got it go on then. what's what's the uh the link it's www.givey yeah uh, which is g-i-v-e-y.com yeah. forward slash Haley firewalker Haley firewalker i like it no, yeah. <laughs> there we go Hayley Firewalker and you can go on there and you can uh, you can go and support Hayley doing her firewalking all those bits and pieces fab well good luck hopefully you'll be um, asked to go back again which would be great and uh, uh, maybe got... go on I'm just having a quick look on that uh, the firewalker page yeah and you've you've set yourself a target of £100 yeah yeah. I think that's quite easily achievable, isn't it? Easily achievable. I didn't want I'll to be too ambitious. Um, yeah. Maybe if you missed yeah. six notes off the end of it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you go over there. Go oh, I think, I think you'll, you'll do well with that. Yeah, I think you'll yeah. hit that target easily. And hopefully some people will be listening to this and will be on the Givey page right now. And we'll be uh, giving you some money to go and walk across fire because you're very brave when lately. Incidentally, when you go to Disney with um, all these families, do you contact Disney and does Disney offer you any advice, help or anything like that? Um, Disney are actually very good um, with the fact that because the children are classed as wish children, yeah, yeah. Um, and where they say give kids the world, they get a button, which is a badge. Mm -hmm. um, and like 
last year we only found out that Magic Kingdom, if you go to, um, oh, what's it called? Town Hall. Yeah, Town Hall, yeah. City yeah. Hall, yeah. Um, you can get a golden ticket for the Wish Child. Right. Which um, entitles them to have, they can receive a free balloon, free ice creams for however many are in the party. Yeah. Um, free face painting, um, lots of different little things like that, but different little things that help make the trip. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Which is something that we never... That, I mean, last year was my third year, and we never knew anything about that, mm. so it's quite handy to know. Yeah. Um, but the staff are always... They're, they're really good with them, getting them straight to the front and... Lots of different things, just trying to make it really memorable for the kids, yeah. well as well as the mums and dads and things. But yeah, um, but when the new, when they changed the dis, was it the dis- the way the disabled access ran? Yes, they changed that recently. Yeah, um, it kind of went a bit pear shaped. I think it wasn't last year; it was the year before it just came into mm-hmm. play. Right. So mm-hmm. we kind of struggled a bit with because some of the staff didn't know what to do. Right. In regards to wish children. Yeah. But last year was a lot better. Okay. The staff seemed to have improved a bit, so, yeah. Fantastic. Maybe well, it's policy rather than staffing. Maybe. Yeah. yeah there's every chance that's yeah. a possibility. Well, uh, well we, we look forward to keeping updated with how you're doing with regards to that and say so go to Caldwell Children, C-A-U-D. W e l l children dot com, and take a look at all the work that they do over there. Right, uh, we're nearly at the end of the show, and we've got one more thing to do. It's time for a bit of a challenge for me. I don't know whether I'm going to be up for this. I've t- totally forgotten about this. I've not forgotten about this. It's time for this. It's time for tomorrow's child, and uh, we set a question. Oh, well, actually, it was uh, I, I can't remember who it was who set the question. It was I think it was Vicky, Vicky Wells' Wells. son set the question, and then didn't enter it. Um, the question was, um, can you describe a, an attraction for Adam to guess? I genuinely do not know the answers to any of these. I think Alan's got the answer to some of them. So I've got the answer to some of them. We're going to play these, and we're going to find out whether or not I know the answer to any of these. So, okay, here we go. So let's play this first one. It's from Eve. Uh, she's 11 from Liverpool, and this is what she asks. My favourite ride is... It has... It makes you quite dizzy and throws you over the air, then brings you back down. Um, and then back up in the air and then back down in, again. And I get scared in the queue. Right, makes you feel quite dizzy. Over to you, Adam. <laughs> Throws you up in the air and then down again, up in the air, then down again. Gets quite scared in the queue. Now, dizzy, is it because it spins? Um, Seems probably not. See, I'm thinking up and down, up and down. Scared in the queue, which means this queue's probably quite eerie. I would guess this is Tower of Terror. Hayley, have you got any ideas? Um, No, I was trying to think, but... Uh, why would you get dizzy on Tower of well, I don't Terror? Think, I don't know that you would, but that's the only thing that, that I'm not sure about. But up and down, up and down, and scared in the yeah. queue. The only thing I can think of in Disney World that would be like that must be Tower of Terror. Yeah. 
so that's my guess. I can't think of anything else. So, so Craig's going to have to send me uh, a message to tell me whether I'm right or not. But I'm guessing. No. Yeah, the answer was Tower of Terror. It was Tower of Terror, so you do know. Yeah. Ah, I do know that one. So it's Tower of Terror. Okay, <laughs> let's go then to the next one. Um, my favourite ride has big drops and singing animals. And if you sit at the front, you get wet. And do you like it? Yeah. How many times do you go on it? Late. Late. Okay. Right, okay. Uh, singing animals, big drop, get wet. It's got to be Splash Mountain. Yeah. Haley, do you agree? Yeah. The answer is Splash Mountain. Woo! Right, Splash Mountain. Okay, You're so doing well. Two out two. Right, okay, here we go. <laughs> Next one. This is Jake. Let's see what Jake's got for us. Well, there's a bow. It's like a roller coaster. There's people and there's lots of screaming. And there's three big hills. Oh, wow, okay. So there's a boat. There's lots of screaming. There's people. <laughs> and then there's three big hills. So, water ride screaming. Again, so it's a choice between Pirates of the Caribbean or Splash Mountain. Uh, the reason I think it could be Pirates of the Caribbean is because it says people rather than animals. No, I'm going Splash Mountain again. Is it Splash Mountain? I was going to offer it to Haley. Do you know the answer? Yes, I know the answer. <laughs> and the answer is? Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, is it Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Three, three big drops. Well, Maybe the Jeep, this they Paris are one. quite big. Yeah. Oh, to Jay, okay. I thought there was only one. Two. In Paris. There's, well, there's two two little drops, but Jake thinks that they're big drops. Okay, so, well, I was close. I said Splash and it was Pirates. I did say Pirates. Okay. You did say close, Pirates. Close enough, he says. So, so you want the points anyway? Uh, can I, well, it's up to you where I get the point. Okay, so Jake's got us another one as well. So this is Jake's other one. So, you want this... Thing with four seats like Alice in Wonderland. Except for me, it has a tail, some whiskers, an eye, some nose, and a mouse with teeth. And then you go, you enter this place, and it's a bit like Star Wars when you go down the thing, and then you're in the kitchen, you go through different obstacles. Until the human being spots you, and then you go through this thing where you can see different kinds of food. He tries to catch you, and then you see this ghost, which is a human being. Right, got it. This has got to be Disneyland Paris, it's got to be Disney Parks, Disney Studios, and it must be Ratatouille the Adventure. Totally correct. Totally correct. Ah, yeah. Brilliant. That was a good description, Jake. I'm impressed. Okay. It's very detailed. It was very, very detailed. Yeah. Um, I was quite interested in the fact that you said, um, like, Alice in Wonderland. Because oh, it, um, the, the ride vehicle. The is Blackpool it the, the one, one. I was wondering whether it was the one at Blackpool when he said it, because I was thinking, oh, has he been to California? I thought, ah, Blackpool's Alice in Wonderland. That must be what it is. Yeah. There we go. Okay, then let's go to Abby. Let's see what Abby's got. Let's see what uh, Abby says. She's sitting in a car. It goes really fast, and it's 
awesome. And you might grow on because I'm so down. And and you're in the car. What? Again. Okay. You can hear me clicking. I heard you click at the end, yeah. Um, it's a car. goes really fast. I'm going to have to listen to that one again. She sits in a car. It goes really fast. And it's awesome. And you might grow one. Because I'm so down. You might grow one? Is that what she said? I think that's what she said, but I don't think that's what she meant. Alright, I think... <laughs> car, fast, grow one. I think she probably means make one. I'm going test track. Right. Yeah, I'm going test track. Okay. There was, there was another bit in the clue there which you'd, you haven't hit on, but... Did she say... Um... Hang on, let's have a listen again. She sits in a car. Yeah. Sit in the car. It goes really fast. It goes really fast. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Okay, that's fine. And you might grow one. So you might grow because one. Because upside down. Because of what? Goes upside down. Goes upside down. Yeah. Is that what she says? It goes upside down. Goes upside down. Hang on then. And. And you're in the car. What? Right, is this a ride that Abby's been on? I'm not saying that. Right, in that case, I know what it is. Right, this is, it's not, I didn't, it's the upside, I didn't understand the upside down bit when you said it. It's got to be Rock and Roller Coaster featuring Aerosmith. Hayley? Yeah, I think I agree with Adam. Yeah, Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> I was trying to put you off, you see, I thought, forget Abby to describe that ride. Yeah, that is, yeah, through me, because I didn't, I didn't hear the upside down bit. Um, and, so, and, um, and the clue which I'd given her was um, something to do with rock on. I can't remember what it was, but it was, I thought I'll just give you a bit more of a clue. But she said, you might grow one. <laughs> which, you know, if you grow which one. I did wonder whether that meant make one, as in when you design it at the beginning of the test track, because she said car. So, okay. So I got it eventually. Right, last one, Imogen. You sit in a log and you go on water. And then there's a big drop at the end. Okay. Sit in a log. Big drop at the end. You go on water. This one has got to be Splash Mountain. Because it's not really Pirates because you sit in a boat. The only ride in Disney World where you sit in a log is Splash Mountain. So it's got to be Splash Mountain. Yeah. She's not very cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Splash Mountain then. It is Splash Mountain, unfortunately. Other than then. feds, right? In the, in the build-up to this, ah, oh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you sit on water. And then see. when you put the microphone in front of them, they go, "What do I, I say?" They've never been on it yet. They don't go on it till May. You can't give them one they've never been on. That's true. How harsh is that? Oh, um, I'm going to quickly add something into here, which yeah, is not related to tomorrow's child. Yeah. Um. We've managed to book Be Our Guest Restaurant. Wow, okay. Managed to do that. Good stuff. Um, because they're open after lunchtime, I'll add that one, because it's the counter service at lunchtime. Yeah. And apparently now, from 100 days out, you can pre-book your meal. 
which I believe you've managed to do in the past, haven't Well, I did, but then we got there and it wasn't there. So we had to then ah. order it all again. But it didn't really make much of a difference, to be honest. Well, my question is, dear, dear Adam. Yes. I am going to Disney World in May. Should, should I pre-book it, the meal, or do I just wait for the screens to just... I'm assuming you're doing it self-checkout style. Yeah, we did, yeah. Um, to be honest, from my experience, it doesn't make much of a difference either way. The only problem you have with pre-booking it is, do you really know what you're going to fancy three months out? Um, no. I know for a fact that when we went to actually order, when we went, to, we, we'd pre-booked ours and it wasn't on the system, and ev not everybody ordered what they'd pre-ordered. People were right. actually, I quite fancy such and such. So it didn't hold us up to be honest, at all. It didn't really delay the time our food came. So I wouldn't I wouldn't bother, to be honest. I don't think it really matters that much. I don't think it really makes that much of a difference. Well, one of the things that they've, they've just released an update on the My Disney Experience app, yeah. and this is to enable you to be able to pre-book your meal yes, from I the app. That. Yeah. Um, and I've tried it on the iPhone, I've tried it on the iPad, and I can't find where to do that. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I saw they updated it. I've updated the app since then, but I haven't. I'll be honest, I haven't looked at it properly since I updated it. Um, but no, I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother too much. It's not what do you reckon, Haley? Should I pre-book my meal or just wait till I get there? I'd wait till you get there. There you go. Voice of reason. <laughs> I, it's, it's like if if you talk to other people, I don't go to Disney World. Yeah. Okay. And my my my, my viewpoint is. I'm going to Disney World and I want to go to this certain restaurant, so I'm going to book them yeah. like half a year in advance, mm -hmm. as crazy as that is. And they're going, well, how do you know you're going to fancy pizza? And I say, well, I don't, but I want to go to those, those places. Yeah. Now, if I'm going to, for example, if I was going to go to La Celia, the chances are I'd probably go for the fillet steak. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's very likely. So if I could pre-book my La Celia meal, the chances are I'd, I'd do it. But I don't know. It's, it's it's one of those things where you don't know what you fancy doing. Plus the fact that if you've eaten um, what they call it, if you've eaten steak all week long, you might fancy something else. Yeah, so a little bit different. Yeah. So there you go. I, I, I suppose if you you're looking at booking it a few days out, maybe it would be better to pre-book. But three months out, nah, it's not worth it. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't say. Right. I think that's it. Sounds good to me. Is that the end of the show? Yeah. In that case, oh, I'm, I'm getting excited. Oh, no, hang on. Finished. Before we do that, um, yeah, I know what's going on. Before we do that, um, we need another topic for the next Tomorrow's Child. Oh, yeah. So I think right. the next topic for Tomorrow's Child. Hmm. What shall we go for? Oh, I've got one. Go on. Describe a Disney character for Alan to guess. Describe a Disney character for Alan to guess. That's what I said, sort of. Yeah. You, you got said, it wrong at the end, though. For Adam to guess. Oh, right, okay. So describe a Disney character for Adam to guess. This could go horribly wrong. So, okay, we'll try that one again then. So uh, send in your uh, descriptions of Disney characters that I've got. This could go horribly wrong. That I've got to try and guess. So you can send them to radio at disneybrit.com and I will attempt to try and guess the Disney characters that you send mm. in. So, again, children, that's your, uh, your challenge this time to describe a Disney. I know for a fact Jake's going to go Marvel on this one, so I'm ready for it. <laughs> uh, so describe a Disney character. 
that I've got to guess on the next show. Okay. Well, add, add into it if you want to try and keep it secret because I know that a lot of people have asked about this about you know if we send the audio files and the the answers to Adam yeah. and he's guessing them. How do we keep it secret? Yeah. Well, nobody sent the, me any answers this time, so that was good. So I, I got most of the answers via Facebook from all the yeah. people that submitted. So if you want to send me a private message with the answers for the audio that you're sending in, we can keep it secret so Adam doesn't know it. There you go. Right. That's it. It's the end of the show. So we uh, need to say a massive thank you to Hayley. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. That's all right. And of course, you said Caldwell Children, C-A-U-L-D-Well.Children.com. Uh, and you can go over there and find out everything about them, about their destination dreams and about whether or not you can uh, go and volunteer for them as well. We'd say a massive thank you to our sponsors, ScootOrlando.com for the Scooter Vacations and, of course, OrlandoAttractionTickets.co.uk. I have to thank my ever-trusty Alan. Thank you, Alan. Anytime, Adam. Anytime. And, of course, go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit podcast. You can join in with the uh, current polls up there for the next set of Ultimate uh, Disney Attractions. And, of course, no, Twitter. We've done it this time. We've done it this time, yeah, I've remembered. Uh, Twitter is at Disney Brit, and uh, you can go to DisneyBrit.com, and you can get all news, rumours, and the latest recipe as part of the Disney Brit cook-off. Of course, email us, radio at DisneyBrit.com, for any of your entries for uh, Tomorrow's Child, whether you've got a question you want to ask comment you want to make anything like that whatsoever and of course reviewers on itunes as well next week is our next disney brit bite size alan what's the topic for the next disney brit bite size um for bite size show number three we're going to be talking park icons park icons then so we'll be next week for our park icons and last of all you can contact us on 0121 288 2748 but until next week we'll see you <laughs> Swell!